The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Retro Blist Pocket Edition. That's right. The only time you can put Retro Blist in your pocket. Are you happy to see me? Or is that Retro Blist? I'm Johnny. He's Trevor. Uh, Tim is a- Tim is sick. Get well soon, Tim. Uh, sick of us, probably. <laughs> if we're being honest, that's what it is. It's got to be that, right? <laughs> I'd be allergic to us. We're awful. Oh, God, yeah. See already when you said is that a retro blist in your pocket? I was gonna make some joke about that is a very, very tiny amount of happiness in your pocket. I saw me shirtless the other day and about vomited. So Oh. Yeah. Uh but we're gonna talk about more happy things today, I think. I, I really took, feel that. I take pictures of myself topless <laughs> and, and truly almost vomited. I can give detail if you want. Oh, we're starting to move uh, retro blist only fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just topless pictures of Trevor and myself. Enjoy. No, we're we'll get into the game soon. If you came here for uh, yeah. Mario and Luigi, we're, we're gonna we'll get sense, to it. Oh, we do censor out the naughty bits, though. Stay tuned for our calendar. Retroblitz <laughs> calendar. We'll get this to the me, game. It's me laying like sprawled out on the hood of a car. Oh Lord! And the car just like bowing in the hood, bowing in <laughs> a big dent where I'm laying. <laughs> This is your first time joining us. That's Johnny and I'm Trevor, and we're both Husky guys. Husky men. That's very, that's very kind of you. That is very kind. Morbidly <laughs> obese is a medical term. We don't really use that. We don't like that word. It's got the word morbidly <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing is bad for me right now. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. So let's let them. Usually you would have had oh. an episode before now. Yes. But Trevor's getting over uh, uh, the crud. He still has a little bit of the cough, but. We're going to try to power through. So yeah, I've I've been better for over two weeks now. You honestly my, already sound better, but my cough, cough yeah. my cough comes randomly and I can't control it. But you um, get this every year, so I'm not shocked. Yeah, by this. I'm really not either. I feel like it's it's a little worse this year in the sense that when I go into a coughing fit, I almost feel dizzy and like I could pass out. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. It's not a great thing, but um, <laughs> but we are going to get to the game momentarily. But I did want to mention. What did I want to mention? Oh, yeah, Tim is sick. I've been sick. Sorry for the delay. Tim would normally be here because it is a pocket-sized episode, but that's all right. Um, (laughs) It's going to be bad. My cough is mostly okay, but I've been trying to not talk a lot, so we'll see. Oh, the shirt. I got to follow up. Why did I take pictures of myself in the bathroom topless? Literally first time I've ever done this in my life, and I did it. Because, because I'm disgusted with myself and I have a physical coming up with the doctor in just a few weeks. And, um, and I'm like, you know what? Everybody else does these like before and after pictures. I know weight loss for me is glacial. Like it's so slow. So like, maybe if I take a picture of myself right now being totally disgusting and a few months, kind of motivate yourself, motivate. Yeah. Maybe in a few months I'll be able to tell a difference, but it kind of had a, negative reaction because when i looked at the pictures i, I like you said I, I dry heaved i mean it's it's disgusting 
It's very absolutely gross. disgusting. <laughs> and my wife and I use this Google Photos thing. So like within 24 hours, all the pictures I take on my phone, she can see them like in the Google whatever. So yeah, that's our divorce is on the way. Um, you, you tell her you try to look sexy for her. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to like you don't I miss the way you looked at used to look at me. So uh <laughs> oh, yeah, like there I think the Yuma. Yeah. Like, what is it? I'm tired of the way they look at me and I'm tired of the way that you don't. There you that's, go. It's a really great line, honestly. It is, yeah. So that that's why I took pictures of myself. But all right, now also uh, speaking of butt, Trevor, you sent me a picture <laughs> today. Uh and we will get to the game, we promise. We're not gonna <laughs> We'll One quick two story. Dudes. It's quick. But we're not gonna we're not gonna pull a two dudes. <laughs> Though I wish we could because we'd be much richer. Uh and much more famous, I think. But you sent me a picture today, Trevor, of <laughs> just like a, a pair of boxers with a giant hole in them. <laughs> yeah, like almost a foot across, like almost the entire front of the boxers. Yes. yes. Now, <clears throat> again, as husky men. My thoughts are automatically of obviously something I've dealt with before. I've been over to pick something up and heard a big rip. Uh, you know, all Husky people are very aware of this thing. So I'm assuming something of said nature yeah. is what you're dealing with. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's pretty much the whole story. I guess the boxers are actually with a spoiler alert because I was mowing the grass. And every time I bent down to pick a stick, I felt a rip. And it's like, <laughs> oh, man, my shorts are ripping. And it happened like four times, like. Like my butt has to be hanging out, but I kept feeling and I couldn't feel anything. And I was very confused. Like, how do I keep feeling this rip? But I'm it's right, somebody's watching you. Long. Somebody's watching you mow grass and you keep stomping to feel your butt. Well, when I went back around to the front yard, there was this lady, one of our neighbors, and her daughter, like her little girl, they were out uh riding a bike. Yeah. And uh they stopped, <laughs> like the little girl for whatever reason, stopped right at our driveway and was like riding on our driveway. And I'm like, at this point, you know, I was just uh finishing up the yard work and i'm thinking i think i have a big rip of my shorts so yeah. i was very self-conscious yeah. um and the lady kind of lingered around a while and i thought which is it's amazing i would even think this but <laughs> never mind i'm not gonna say that <laughs> all right i'm gonna say it. i thought well, maybe feeling... she likes what she sees <laughs> no but i was actually very embarrassed I, I was like trying to not be obvious but i was kind of tucking my shorts in to make sure yeah. i was good well, it could be all of those things. Yes. But anyways, I got in and realized it was my shorts that were split. My underwear was split almost from top to bottom down the middle, which is really weird because these are brand new underwear. I mean, I've only had them like a week. So it's impressive more than anything. It is impressive. I, I hooked out of my and What it tells me, though, is that you're being very active. Yeah, yeah. It's. I yeah. mean, I don't think you're supposed to rip clothing when you just bend down, but that's, you know. No, no, I'm not saying, you know, granted. But the reason you ripped them wasn't from just uh, them just giving out under your sheer weight. It's because you were being yeah. active. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if I was just standing there, they wouldn't rip. That's true. Yeah. So speaking of just disgusting bodies, yeah. Uh, Mario and Luigi, Superstar Saga. That's right. Uh, 2003 Nintendo and developed by Alpha Dream. And I got a little bit more about Alpha Dream and the Bliss Quiz. Uh, I think they're kind of unknown now almost. But they were around. They made a lot of games with Nintendo for their handhelds. 
on the Game Boy Advance, DS, 3DS, even on the Switch. Uh, unfortunately, they went bankrupt in 2019, so they're gone wow. now. But yeah, all those years, uh, it's a shame. But as as Owen Wilson would say, wow, wow, got a little bit more about them in the Bliss Quiz. But yeah, 2003. This was the first Mario and Luigi game, but kind of the third. Would it be third and over fourth? It's in the same. You most people it would kind of be the fourth it. Mario RPG. Yeah. No, yes. wait a minute. Sorry, my mind's going blank. This came out before the GameCube one. This will be the third one. You got Mario RPG for Super Nintendo. You got Paper Mario for N64. Then you got this game. Okay, so it's just the one after Paper Mario. It is technically. Then the GameCube Thousand Year Door came out after that. So yeah. All right. All right, so this this is what we're we're talking about this today. Now, famously on this show, I am most certainly labeled, and I understand why I haven't fought against this label as an anti RPG type guy. But every once in a while, there will be a certain type of RPG that will just speak to my soul. You know, Earthbound, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I need it to have some uh, a sense of humor about itself. I need it to have some charm. I need it to have like some sort of uh, a style to it, you know. I need it to have just this whimsical feeling about it, I guess, for me to really get into it. You know, in my opinion, and I'm sure it has amounts of humor in it. I've not played them long enough to to witness any, but like your Final Fantasies are just way too serious for themselves. In my opinion, if you love them, please play them. I'm an idiot in most things, so uh, people whatever. Listen I... to our uh, Final Fantasy VI episode. Yeah, yeah. You see, uh, listen to a couple morons uh, tear down a game that you probably love. <laughs> um, but just know at the end of the day, if you like it, it's, please play it. But with that being said, uh, Trevor, I have been very curious about these Paper Mario games, and I'm considering this in that same vein of Paper Mario games, in that it seems like an RPG. But, uh, first of all, it's got Mario, of course. Second of all, it's not just... uh, There's more to it than just going from one spot to another spot and taking turns getting hit, kind of. Yeah. There's a little bit more to it, but still, it's it's dumbed down enough for me. (laughs) While also, still, at the same time, it can get pretty deep uh, when it comes to the actual... Yeah. We'll get into it, but... Yeah, so I was very excited to play this. So, uh, uh, and of course, you can play this on uh, the Nintendo Switch's uh, Game Boy Advance. They call it an app. Is that what they call it on a Switch? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and you can get on if you get on there, you can play it there. And that's how I played it, uh, Trevor. I think you actually have the cart, don't you? I do have the cart, and this is when I got back. I guess soon when it came out, and thank goodness never got rid of it. Um, but I also played it. Just for convenience, I played it on my Switch, which is funny. I did play it as a handheld game. I played it upstairs. Uh, you know, I played my Switch on the TV 90% of the time, but I did play it actually as a handheld game, but I still played it the way you did. Um, and if you don't, I don't, we're not going to go over the history of the whole series, but if you don't know, because I do think these are less known, obviously, than some of the biggest Nintendo franchises, this series, at least the heart of this series, is still going on. The games haven't all been 100% consistent. Like Paper Mario was my introduction to Mario RPGs. I adored it back in the day. Yeah. And we might possibly be covering that sometime. Oh, no, I'm forcing you to cover it because I've 
just sunk at least five hours into it probably by now. I, I believe I can't stop I've, playing it. Uh, this just I love how this has come full circle because uh, I remember like being we've got to cover that game on the show sometime. Totally <laughs> forgot about it. Haven't brought it up again, and now you're like we got to cover that game. Yeah. So Paper yeah. Mario, I adored it back in the day, but I haven't played it in decades. And then, uh, I mean, like I said, it continued to GameCube, had an awesome sequel that I loved. Then you got this. Then the DS has one or two. The 3DS has one or two. The uh, only other one that I ever them. played, I played, well, I played the the original Super Nintendo one. I played it a little bit. I want to go back and play it again, though. It's been forever. And I didn't play very long. But I've also played, I believe it's the DS one where they literally go inside Bowser. Bowser's inside the story. Yeah, that's yeah. the other one that I've actually played. Yeah, that's I've not played. I don't even know if I played that one, but it's supposed to be a good one. Um, what I remember, it's been yeah. a long time. My nephew actually had it, and he let me play it. And I remember really liking it, but I didn't. I mean, it, it wasn't mine, so I didn't play it very well. Right. Uh, shout out to because I don't. I guess we probably won't ever cover this one, but Super Mario, sorry, Super Paper Mario for Wii was technically a Paper Mario game, but it was even more like a regular Super Mario game. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Uh, but anyways, it's still going on. The most recent one is the Origami King, which is a gorgeous game. Some people like the battle system. Some people, it kind of runs the game for them. I would have to try it out myself to know, but I haven't yet, just because it got pretty solid reviews, like 8 out of 10 average. Yeah. It's, but for a it's Paper Mario those... game, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> I think it's just that battle system for it, uh, just from what I've seen. Yeah. It's very hit or miss for people. And it, they really, that's the thing you got to say about Nintendo. They will take chances on stuff. It doesn't mean they always work out or that they're better than what they had done before. In my opinion, I would have rather them not do what they did, but the rest of the game looked really cool and really awesome. So I'm very, I'm very conflicted on it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. All you need to know, there's a ton of games, but this is the first Mario and Luigi RPG, which in itself is sort of a spinoff of Paper Mario. So, yes, <clears throat> I, I'm I basically considered a Paper Mario game. Yeah, they are. They're yeah, two sides of the same coin. Just an aesthetic thing, really. They dropped yeah. the paper thing for this, but um, oh, and obviously the big difference is you're Mario and Luigi through the whole game, which we'll get to that. Do you want to talk about the graphics? Graphics, Trevor. I think it's time that we get. In to it. There's a game, there's a couple games that come to mind to me when I see this game. And they're actually both a pretty big praise. One is Pokemon a little bit, but all, the other one is Earthbound. Yes. It's the roundness and chunkiness of everything. <laughs> it's the style of it. Yeah. yeah. It, it really does. That's a better word. I was, really... I, was trying to, I was describing us. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. I get it. It's, it feels like this is what the Earth Abound games would look like if they had continued, right? They kind of feel like they had to have this, this graphical style to them. And that's yeah. why to me, when you have a stylized game like this, and spoiler alert for Mario, uh, Paper Mario for the 64, when you go for a style like that, it sort of makes it timeless in a way. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it's not really going to age. And actually, you just said that, you know, Mother 3, which was, you know, Earthbound, 
was a Game Boy Advance exclusive that never officially came to America. And I'm just pulling up images of it right now. And there's, you you made, you made me think of that. Like it's, well, you probably can't see it very well. No, I see it. I see it. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, you're right. Like, uh, it looks probably <clears throat> more like mother three than any other game, which is obviously yeah. a cool thing to me. Um, and I would say that that's probably legit because I bet that the developer alpha dream, um, like, I don't know how much was hundred percent in their hands, how much Nintendo decided, but I bet you they were fans of earthbound and the bliss quiz. I'll talk about a game they developed. Anyways, the bliss quiz kind of lends to that, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, so, it's just the, the, chunky yeah. and colorful and satisfying looking. Yeah. The sprites of the characters are fantastic. All these characters that, we already know and love, and some new ones all look fantastic here in this style. They look incredible, and uh, the way that they kind of play with the all the Paper Mario games sort of do this. They kind of play with the style in a way, and mm-hmm. this one's no different than from that. It also plays with the style, the fact that they're technically flat characters in a three D world, really, right. and it's pretty impressive. And also, and we'll get into it when we talk about the gameplay and stuff but I also like that these games take a chance and there's also another difference in this game in that Bowser's not necessarily the bad guy here he's not a good guy don't get me wrong but he's not the main villain you're fighting in this one no no the the story like obviously it's an RPG we're not going to spoil the whole story but the start of it is basically not like your typical Mario game it's uh Cacoletta is that <laughs> something like that? Yeah, it's uh, I wrote it down here because I don't forget Cacoletta, which is a weird but great name. She steals Princess Peach's voice for some nefarious reason, yeah. And her pupil, Fawful, who I think is a fan favorite character for a reason, he uh, he's basically getting in your way during the whole game with yeah. different inventions. So he's they're kind of like the main pissed. villains. He's yeah. a pest, he's always trying to pester you. Yeah, if Cacoletta is. Uh, this is gonna all right. This is gonna make everybody happy. I just like to make <laughs> all our fans happy. Yeah, Cacoletta is the main villain of Final Fantasy VI, so I think was some emperor. I can't remember the name. And Fawful is Kefka, who was like the crazy underling who became the star in a lot of ways. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna take your word for it. Now, the other thing about this game too is the locations and the places that you travel to are honestly gorgeous. You know, very early on, you actually go into the mountains. It's like a giant waterfall, basically. Yeah, and it looks fantastic here. Yeah. The so I'll go ahead and say, there's no way. I my memory being what it is, I don't remember any locations from back when I. I don't even know how far I made it. I hope I finished the game back when I originally had it, but I don't know because I'm epically bad to not do that. When I was playing it this time, and I guess I'll go and get the elephant out of the room. It's not even an elephant. It's just a shameful thing, I have to admit. So this time I played the game about six hours, which is a lot for us, except yeah. this is an RPG, and I like to experience as much as possible. Um, the game apparently is about 20 hours long just straight through, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive considering this is not like a super grind-heavy RPG. There's a lot of action and just gameplay, you know? Um, yeah, and it's also impressive that, there, that there's that much game there, honestly, yeah. because apparently, I mean, I'm like you, I put about five or six hours into this, and then I realized, wow, I've 
only really kind of put a dent in it. There's so much yeah. more there. In my head, I'm thinking I'm probably halfway through, but I definitely wasn't. Um, but anyways, what I'm saying is I assume that the environments, I know there's a lot of locations because I just looked at a list, kind of glanced there over is. it. There is. There's a in ton my of locations. Play, in, in my playing, I saw like the that waterfall mountains, like I said. Uh, I was under the ocean or the water at some point. I was on a, a I was on a, a ship that I got stuck in the sand in the desert for some <laughs> reason. So there's all kinds of crazy wild places that you get to go to, just like in Mario games, really. The elephant in the room is, though, uh, <clears throat> I was absolutely, spoiler, loving my play of this game. But I've only been playing Zelda for the last week, so it kind of killed any more playing of this. Well, I think it's for most people, right? right now. <laughs> yes, except here's the shameful part. <laughs> oh, God. It's a shameful. He's choking on his God. own cough. <laughs> oh, oh, that hurt. Oh, man. I swear. So the shameful part is I've admitted before longer games, even games I love, I'm bad to leave them and then come back to them way later. Yeah. And I've always done that with Zelda games, despite the fact that I love the Zelda series. All the mainline Zelda games are at least great. Some of them are exemplary. Um, but even them, I will link to the past. There's a great example. You know, I'll get halfway through it, and I don't know how many times I got halfway through that game and then tried to come back way later. Like, uh, what was I doing? Yeah. Breath of the Wild. I've said on the show, you know, how great I think it is, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Do you know that game six years old now? Because the Switch is six years old. Yeah, because it came out right as the Switch was coming yeah, out. Yeah, it was a launch game. So the Switch will tell you, well, your last save file for a game. I've taken a long break from Breath of the Wild because not only is it a long game, but it's an open game. And I am very scatterbrained when it comes to that kind of thing. And so I'll get distracted and like, hey, I'll come back later. I'll come back later. I'll come back later. Guess how old my save file was from the last time I played the game. What is since you're bringing it up, I'm only going. I'm going to guess like four years. That's a guess. If I absolutely had to guess, I would have said it might have been three or four years. You know, I was devastated to find the save file was almost six years old. <laughs> so, so basically, right when it came out, you. Stopped I played playing. the game hardcore from March until July. My last save file was July 2017. Yeah. I was devastated. Like you got to be kidding me. So, anyways, it took me a good hour just to get my bearings. Like, how does this game even work? I, I was worried for a minute. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get back into this. But I did, and it has just consumed me. It was like it just came out yesterday. So, anyways, I have the new Zelda, and I while can't everybody, believe, else, I can't believe that you found a Nintendo game to waste your time. It's ridiculous that you would do that. That you would find a Nintendo game that's been out for a while and yeah. just be stuck on it. Unlike me, who's been playing Paper Mario for the sixty-four, the new hotness, yeah, the new the new hot kid on the street. That's a weird sentence. I didn't like it. <laughs> Hot new kid on the street. Yeah. That's been okay. So, in the end of the story, I have a friend who enjoys games, and I think actually he trusts my opinions. And I think I legit disappointed him because he saw my post that I got the new Zelda. He said, "How are you liking it so far?" I said, "Actually, I've dug back into Breath of the Wild." And so I've not even opened it yet. And I think he was legit disappointed in me. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, as soon as you open it, you can join everybody else with all the creative freedom and make a giant, uh, you know, members. Oh. Yeah, members. Yeah, yeah. It's always so funny. Uh, I do think mm -hmm. that's the, one of the wisest things they ever told you and Tim is that any anything that offers creative freedom to human beings will always end up having somebody make 
a member of some sort. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> Never fails. So yep. Bottom line, uh, Breath of the Wild is an amazing game, and uh, y'all should know that if you didn't know that. <clears throat> I have no idea about the new one. <clears throat> <laughs> but all odds are, it's it's probably pretty good from yeah. what I've seen and heard. Uh, but yeah, so back to Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Uh, anything else graphically before we move on? I think the only other comment I'll have is, if you had told me this was just a straight-up first-party Nintendo game and no other company was involved, I would believe you, which is good yes. praise, I think. Yes, uh, agreed completely. Completely agreed. All right. Well, music and sound, Trevor, I think it's time for us to get into it. Yeah. What did you think about how this game just sounds? It was... quirky and a little offbeat and i think that's perfect for what it is agreed completely it it does take and i noticed this in the other paper mario game that i've been playing it does take the like you'll hear themes you've heard before in mario games but it also has some new Mm -hmm. uh, themes for it so it it sort of kind of does that and i think does a really good job of just making you feel like it, it, it the music all fits I would say that it's, man, this is from, uh, I'm, I love this game so much, so this is just a small critique. I would say that it, the music in this game, the original music, is not near as uh, as rememorable as, like, you know, other Mario games, like mainline Mario, you know, platformers or something like yeah. that. But it's still fairly good, and it definitely gets the job done of making, of doing setting the scene and the settings mm-hmm. and stuff. I would agree with that. I think it's it is good moody music for the game, but I don't think it reaches the same heights as this the main platformer series, which <clears throat> probably isn't fair, even fair. But yeah, I was just about to say to be fair, that's like you know top of the line A plus 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 music. <laughs> so. But you played well. We don't get too much into this. You played Paper Mario more recently than me by far, but I seem to remember the music in that being quirky and great. It is. I'll just say this. Uh, I went back into a castle because I love the music so much. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so. So yeah, uh, I would say the music in this game might be the low point, but that's not a slam. It's just no. It just gets the job done and it fits. But I didn't think the, about it. The a whole only lot. reason that it's even remotely a critique is that it's coming on the backs of other Mario games, which have right. always had fantastic music in them. And to be fair, other RPGs are that's one yeah. thing they're known yes. for. Oh, yeah. I mean, neither one of us had a great time with Final Fantasy VI. But we would never smash the music on it. No. The music I, is, is obviously very good. I have that soundtrack and listen, I've listened to it outside of yeah. the game. So, yeah. So that's, in terms of other great RPGs or Mario games, maybe it falls a little short. But I think it fits the game, and I really have no complaints. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Same here. All right. Well, I think it's time for us, Trevor, to... I don't know. Talk about the big uh, thing when it comes to this game. Let's talk about the gameplay. Gameplay, Trevor, when it gets done coughing, we're going to get into it. Now, we're this. Now, where I'm starting this, you shut. You just shut up. I, I just have to say this. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, please. I'm super disappointed that my microphone is not cutting my coughs out 
but it cuts out sounds I try to make intentionally. Just want to say that. Very annoying. One time he put his butt up to the microphone and you just could hear nothing. It was very disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's. I. All right. So what this game does a little differently from other the previous Paper Mario games is that not only do you have two people in your party, which is how the other ones are kind of do it. Well, there's always two on the screen. But in this instance, it's Mario and Luigi, and you actually control both of them at the same time. All the time, yep. <clears throat> Whether you're walking around or in battle or whatever, they're always both there, and you're always controlling both, which and is I pretty confess, unique. It is very unique, but I do confess, <laughs> even though it's literally just two different buttons that you're pushing, I mess that up constantly because my oh, brain yeah. couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> Poor Luigi was getting drug on rocks constantly because I, I kept forgetting and to Luigi's jump with my him. Favorite. Yeah, Luigi's my favorite, obviously. I'm a giant Luigi nerd. And I got so sad for Luigi because he had to be... He got hurt so many times because yeah. of me. <laughs> yes, yeah, like if you want to jump up a little hill, you got to jump with Mario with A button and then B for Luigi. A then B, A then B. And it's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your stomach for dummies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a lot but of times like, oh, why am I not moving? But then it'll do things like, hey, we need you to do this. Like you'll get, have a quote unquote be tested by characters. Yeah. And you'll have to use both Mario and Luigi and figure out. I am ashamed of how long it took me to <laughs> to get past the jump rope part. I am ashamed of it. Oh, that's early on too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got to jump rope by timing it. And it's, it is kind of like, you know, trying to do two things with both your hands, two different yeah. things. Uh, let's just, let's do that. Let's talk about all the gameplay outside of the battles. Then we'll talk about the battles. Okay. So it's not a traditional Mario game. No, but I would say it's a, um, an adventure platformer with yeah. uh, an adventuring platforming RPG, I guess. Yes. Cause it is not like a final fantasy game. There's a lot of gameplay outside of battles or dungeons. You will actually do some platforming in this. Yeah. Yeah. And that really centers around your abilities, um, which you earn as the game goes on. Like one of the main ones early on that you use constantly is uh, Luigi can jump off of Mario's head to do a high jump to get you to high places. Yeah. Um, and, and Mario can sort of help you kind of do a, like a little helicopter glide yeah. across uh, platforms and stuff. So you're constantly switching back and forth who's in the lead <clears throat> to do these moves. Um, and once you get it down, you know, the rhythm down, it's pretty fun. Like I, I think I enjoyed the environmental puzzles as much as I enjoyed anything else in the game. They're a lot. I really, I really did like that. It made you sort of try to work things out on how to tackle different things. I did enjoy that quite a bit and none of it felt like it was a super duper head scratcher or I would have been frustrated because I don't want to, I don't want to break the fourth wall here, but I'm I'm a bit of a dumb, dumb. So (laughs) thankfully there was nothing like that. The one thing that tripped me up more than anything was, again, just me trying to cope with the fact that I'm controlling two characters at once here. Yeah. That all does get more interesting <clears throat> uh, when you get the hammers as well, because all of a sudden those abilities are just fun. Like, uh, see, am I getting it backwards? Luigi, Mario can hammer Luigi under the earth, and Luigi can, like, crawl under the ground and pop out on the other side. Um, and 
how does yeah, Mario? This very, it, it's very quirky. Uh, Mario can also be like if you hit him in the head with your sh- with your hammer, he'll shrink. It will become small, and it can go into some small places that you couldn't get into before. That type of thing. Yeah, it's fun. Like it's, it's so far at least. Like I said, six hours into the game, it's it's simple puzzles. They're very physical, but they're fun. I love that kind of thing. It's it's honestly one of the kinds of things I miss about old Zelda games a little bit because the playing Breath of the Wild uh, is making me feel like a dumb dumb right now. I forgot how stupid I am. (laughs) So yeah, I enjoy the simple. I think it's one of the things that happens to me. And this is for most open world games, even ones I absolutely adore and love. There comes a time where I get frustrated just from the sheer fact that I'm kind of lost in what to do next. I have started looking up guys extensively, and I'm still enjoying the game. So, yeah. and it's such a popular game, everybody tells you what to do. So, yeah, yeah. But in this game, I don't think. Well, I was gonna say I don't think you need a guide, but I but I got lost in the cola maze, and. uh I, I was right at the solution a hundred times, but I just kept missing it. And I looked up a guide. It's pretty simple, but I had to, there's a, there's an actual maze in the game and I could not figure it out because I'm a dumb dumb. Yeah. There's a couple of times where you kind of got to know what order to go into rooms, to hit switches, to open up other rooms, to hit more switches, stuff like that, that will come your way. And those times I did have to look up a guide too, but thankfully there's all kinds of guides everywhere i mean there's plenty on youtube even so yeah Yeah. so basically the non-battle gameplay is more interactive more platforming more action than your your average rpg it's more in line with almost a zelda type game a little bit but with a mario feel yes and of course you have towns where you talk to people and some things happen and the main difference there is it's quirky. It's a very Nintendo sense of humor. It's um, And it's not afraid to make fun of itself. Yeah. But there's like a running gag in which like nobody knows who Luigi is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty great. Uh, but there's like running jokes like that left and right. Like it, the, it's very much so oh, yeah. everybody knows who Mario is, but nobody knows who the green one is. <laughs> there's actually some pretty great quotes, quotes in this game. In fact, one, yeah. of, the, one of the Blitzquiz questions is going to have some of those. Yeah, so, but it's uh, yeah. yeah. That's it's one of the things I really. Humor. That's one of the things I really love about this game is that it's, it's actually quite enjoyable just from us, just from how the story is. It's just very yeah. fun, goofy, funny, type thing. So yeah, very very much enjoying that aspect of it. Now, when it comes to the actual battle system, the RPG battle system, when you're in battle, the other thing that I kind of feel sort of sets this apart is the fact that yes. You do take turns. It is turn-based. But even so, you still have times that you can interact with it. In other words, if you hit the button in the right time, you'll do more damage. Or if you hit the button at the right time, you'll avoid an attack. Or And also, there's double team moves, Mm -hmm. too. And you can do more damage if you know when to hit buttons that are sequenced and which button to hit. That type of thing. (laughs) I think that's brilliant about the Mario RPG games is instead of it being like a big tech tree, you got to figure out or know which spell to cast. It's like Mario gameplay. It's timing. It's button presses that just fits Mario so well. Um, And I I was also pretty bad at it, Um, but you definitely get better. For example, one of Mario's main moves, you press a to start him jumping and you press B when he's right over Luigi's head. Then you have to press a again when he's over the, the bad guy's head 
but the better your timing, the more damage you'll do. Yeah. Um, they're all but kind of things will, like that. But what'll throw you off is you can do another move, and it's just different sequence of pushing buttons that'll throw you off because you'll still be pushing the other way. <laughs> That's what I did right. quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like there's always there's just a little difference in the button presses, and every time I think I hit the opposite. And you'll button. need and you'll need <clears> to figure <throat> those out though, because you'll need to do those moves against the bosses because they take quite a bit of damage before oh, you yeah. take them out. You're gonna be taking forever to fight the bosses if you don't figure those out. Which they're not hard to figure out. It's just I'll be honest. So the for each move, there's like three different choices you can do. Like one, they give you a bunch of help, they tell you when to press the button. And then all the way up to level three, where they give you less help. You got to just do it more on memory and timing. And it takes less of your, uh, what do they call it? Not magic points. Um, battle points. Whatever. Yeah. You got points. Three, yeah. You got like, you got health, obviously, and you got battle points, which is kind of like your super moves, I guess, is what you would yeah. kind of equate that to. Yeah. So anyways, if you use the level three attacks uh, it uses less battle points and it gives a more powerful attack but you get less help you have to be more on it but i actually think i bit like that better like i think i do better when i just try to time it myself and i do not too. follow the prompts so yeah I some recommend reason that. for some reason the prompts actually hurt me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't know why but it's true i'm sure there's more to discover i know there's more moves i'll learn but i like the battle system is very simple very simple compared to most RPGs, but because they involve actual gameplay with it, and you've got to stay on your game to get the button presses right, to me, they really weren't boring. So, yeah, and, and of course, just like RPGs, you're constantly raking, rate, ranking up yep. Mario and Luigi. They're getting stronger, and you actually can pick like what attribute you want to actually make them get stronger in. And I discovered early on that you really want to make these guys pretty powerful. Yeah. And uh, pro tip, the mustache level, the game doesn't tell you what it's for, but it's like luck in other RPGs. Uh, it chances increases your chances of a critical hit. And I actually started increasing that stat quite a bit on Luigi because I want to have one of the guys who's really lucky because you get a critical hit sometimes and it's really massive damage. Plus it makes shop items cheaper. Um, I think you can get up to 50% off if you increase your mustache level enough. So. Yeah, because they really do. This game really does talk a lot about their mustaches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whenever they need to prove to people they are the heroes of legend, what they do is they do a little hop or show their mustaches, <laughs> which is brilliant. Well, it was that easy. Yeah. Well, I know a little hop's not easy anymore. <laughs> if I do a little hop now, then I'm destroyed. <laughs> yeah. You're in bed for a week. Yeah. Why don't I do that? <laughs> so obviously there's more than what we're saying, but you basically got the exploration parts, you visit towns, and the battles, which are more gameplay focused than your average battle system. So you always feel like you're involved in the game, but it's never overcomplicated. Um, it's never overwhelming. Um I think it's a great little setup. Just a great way to do an RPG. I mean. Yeah, I agree completely. It's it's just feels like it does everything in Mario. If you said, hey, let's make an Aria uh, Aria, let's make a Mario RPG, this would, you know, this seems like the, the right way to go to me. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Anything else before we get into our scores here? No, I think uh I think that 
is all I can say without just talking about actual things that happened that are really what makes the game. But you need to discover those yourself. Just a little funny comments and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our final scores. Let's get into it. to go first or yeah I'll, gonna... I'll go ahead and go okay. and we also have tim's score because i asked him to oh yeah give us what his score would be and we'll give you that after hours uh i love this game the only faults that i had and it's not even that bad it's just small nitpicks is the music is not as strong as other mario music and that's just because other mario music is normally phenomenal so that's the only thing uh, i really dug this game i liked it a lot the only other knock i have against it is i'm a dumb dumb and controlling two characters at once <laughs> trip me up often and the only other other knock against it is i started playing paper mario for the 64 yeah and masterpiece and if i had to rate that paper mario right now i'm not going to do it but let's just say it'd be a very very good score yeah and i i don't think this is on that same level for me i do think it's quite super duper freaking good though yeah man and it's a lot of game here too i'm it's graphically it's beautiful Gameplay is really, really fun, and I really, truly love the sense of humor that it has. Uh, this is a this is a nine for me. I really like this game quite a bit. It's quite good. The only reason that it's not getting even more than nine is that I started playing Paper Mario, and uh, spoiler alert, uh, that game's been sucking all my time here lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just cut to the chase. I've I've had a hard time to decide between eight and a half and a nine, and I think actually remembering how much I loved Paper Mario, which shouldn't take away from a game, but I do slightly prefer the way that one does it. Um, You know what? I'm going to go 8.75 because my, my heart is saying this is a pretty much a nine, but adding all the pieces together, it's more like eight and a half. So 8.75, which is a nice sandwich because I believe uh, you have Tim's score. Yeah, Tim's score is uh, also an eight and eight point five is what he gave it. So, so yeah. this is mm-hmm. very much Retro Bliss Pocket Reviews uh, approved. That's a very yeah, tough yeah. sentence to say. In a weird it could way. have been a diamond if me and Tim weren't weirdos. No, I get it. I, I mean, I'm not knocking it. It's still a fantastic, still a Absolutely. highly scored game from us. There's no reason not to play it, especially if you have Switch Online. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't actually know how expensive this game is on Game Boy Advance. If you say something witty, I'll look it up. Oh, God, now you're putting all the pressure on me. Something witty. Something witty. This way comes. I can do this. Witty. Come on, Johnny. You got you. He's putting all the pressure on you. You know what to do. You've been in these situations before. Come on, Johnny, you big, dumb, stupid idiot. You can freaking do this, you dumb moron. No, you got to be better than what everybody says you are. I, I found it a few oh. seconds ago, but I wanted to hear what you okay. had to yeah, say. <clears throat> it's not bad. It's really not. Um. For the card, only thirty to thirty-five dollars seems very doable, which isn't yeah. bad for a big RPG. Or you can just play it on the Switch. That's true. Also, I forgot this game got remade for the 3DS. Oh, and did they it? Called it Superstar Saga and Bowser's Minions. Also, they probably added a little bit extra game to it too, it, and it's got a very different style to it. I mean, it's more 3D looking. It's a cool yeah. style, but which is better is going to be opinion. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. So there you have it. There's our review of that. Trevor, what are we doing next? 
Well, we have one final order of business. The <laughs> Bliss, <laughs> Bliss Quiz. Quiz. doing this what seven eight years perfect we're good at this i couldn't tell if the blank look on your face was because you were waiting for me to say it or because the blank you look weren't thinking my... <laughs> no the blank look on my face was i knew we were doing bliss quiz but also we've sort of changed the format on these and i couldn't remember if we did something before bliss quiz or not <laughs> no we try to keep the quote-unquote pocket episode simple but yeah. i made an executive decision that we still need the bliss quiz or it's really not retro bliss yeah so words... here we go so I said, sure, if Trevor does all the work. So here yep. we go. So I made five questions for you and Tim. Let's see if you can beat Tim, <laughs> who is not here. All right. So this game, th- this might be, I love this. Um, Alpha Dreams, you know, the developer. This game took inspiration from Alpha Dreams' first Game Boy Advance RPG. I will let you know this only came out in Japan, and that kind of makes me sad, but so they had a Game Boy Advance RPG before this one. What was the name? There are three choices. A, Carrot Quest. B, Beans Bon Voyage. Or C, Tomato Adventure. All these definitely sound like Trevor games. <laughs> these quirky games that Trevor would always pick up. <laughs> and then he would sell when he wrote, before he realized how rich he would have been if he would have held on to him a little longer. Uh, uh. What was the second one again? Beans got, what? You got Carrot Quest, Beans, no. Bon Voyage, and Tomato Adventure. Oh, man. My heart wants to say the bean one just because it's funny, but I'm going to go with the first one. Carrot Quest? It. Yeah. No, it wasn't that one or the funny one. It's Tomato Adventure. Oh, man, that's the least funny one. <laughs> but the game looks brilliant. It's called Tomato Adventure, and it looks almost just like Mario and Luigi. Except there's vegetables and crazy wild characters. It's more look it's more trippy looking, but it's it looks great. Um I would love it's probably been fan translated. I would love to play it. Yeah, so so far Tim and I are, are tied at zero. Yep. All right. Number two. Which condiment does Fawful reference when threatening the Mario Brothers? So Fawful the Minion, does he yeah. reference mustard? Ketchup or relish? Oh man! When he's threatening remember. the brothers, I played so much Mario, Paper Mario since then. It's early in the game. I know. I remember. Oh gosh! <laughs> I'll just go with my favorite of those ketchup. Nope. He said. Uh, he said a lot of things, but end with, "And this battle shall be the delicious mustard." On that bread, the mustard oh, of yeah. your doom. Uh, mustard of your... That's a shirt right there. <laughs> yeah. The mustard of your doom. I would totally have a mustard of your doom shirt or a band. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say Tim got that one right. You're one down. <laughs> All right, All right. still zero. <laughs> do need You're a win con- We do need a win condition. Hmm. No, I like this. If I get it wrong, Tim got it right. That's our win condition. <laughs> oh, so he, you're zero for two then. All yep. right. <laughs> there's five questions still have a chance number three which is not a real location you visit in this game 
So which did I make up? A, Teehee Valley. B, Yoho Highlands. C, Hoo Hoo Mountain. That's it. So you got Teehee Valley, Yoho Highlands, or Hoo Hoo Mountain. Which did I make up? Ah, uh, they all sound the same. <laughs> We're all the first one. Mouth. The first one. Teehee Valley is yeah. real. I made up Yoho Highlands. I couldn't remember which one of those it was. This is well, not well. Tim is destroying me. Tim has got you zero for three. <laughs> yeah, you're really good at this, Tim. God damn, you're amazing. All right, <laughs> this is a long question because I wanted to fit some information in here. Alpha Dream was founded in 2000 and worked with Nintendo on all their handhelds until 2019 when they shut down. It contained former Square employees, which makes sense with Super Mario RPG. You know, Square. Uh, it contains, I'm oh, sorry, they're responsible for some of the best Mario and Luigi games, including two on the DS, the Mario and Luigi, blah, blah, blah. What was the last game they ever worked on? The last game they ever worked on. Was it Hamtaro Rainbow Rescue? Was it Hamtaro Ham Ham Games? Was it Hi Hamtaro? Oh, sorry, Hi Hamtaro Ham Ham Training. Or was it Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, they did work on a lot of Hamtaro games. <laughs> I gathered. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mario and Sonic. Johnny, you're yeah. right. Oh, I do. Oh, man. They, they worked on, they were one of the developers on the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. Up yours, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> That's one for three. However, this last question. Let's see. It's got to well, be worth like three points, right? For me to even beat them. Yeah, you're one to three. You're getting destroyed. This last question is worth three points because it's the third Mario RPG. Okay. All right. So you can beat Tim. Oh, and this is one I was going to have you to. Oh, this is tricky. This is one I was going to have you to give an answer and whoever's closest wins. So oh, you're man. just gonna you're gonna have to be what I consider close to win this. Okay. All right. Per Collins Dictionary, what is the definition of Finkrat? Finkrat is one of the many things that Fawful calls the Mario Brothers. The F I N K rat, Finkrat. What is I, the I, definition never, of Finkrat? It's yes, an actual thing. It's according to Collins Dictionary, it's a slang noun. Yeah. I'd never heard it before. I this do. Game, but I, he calls you that I, a lot. I feel like being called a fink is like an old timey put down, but I couldn't tell you exactly what it means. But I do feel like I've heard that before. A fink rat. And most times when you, you know, people have also obviously been called rats before. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like this is a positive thing. <laughs> Either way you go. Uh, I'm going to go with. Give me a solid, yeah, like like definition like you'd read it. Yeah, fink rat is a disease-dwelling sewer uh, riding rat who uh, wears a, a a giant coat, <laughs> like a mink coat. A fink rat is a contemptible or undesirable person. Yeah, that's what I said. Do you, would you want that person I just explained? If you had said a person living in the sewer wearing a coat, I would have given it to you. But you yeah. said a rat living in the sewer, so yeah, a rat as in a, as a person. Right? But Tim's answer, Tim's answer was also not great, to be honest. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. He's sitting here beside me, and his answer wasn't great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a die. That's the only way to do it. We're going to see who wins. All Sorry, right, roll Tim. One for, roll wish... one for Tim, and then I'll see what number I got to be. I know you're not here to defend yourself. Let's use this funny-looking die. All right. I think it's uh, nine-sided. All right. Yeah, nine-sided. And you can get a zero, so that's exciting. All I right. hope I do. All right. That was for Tim, right? Yep. First Tim got a Tim. zero. <laughs> that's not even fair. Sorry, Tim. Hey, I can get a zero, too. Who does? Who? <laughs> so I win, two to zero. Yeah, you destroyed Tim. Tim's not good By at this. By the way, Trevor, you know how this microphone's picking up your cough? I did not hear those dots. <laughs> that makes me so mad. I could bang the table right now when you wouldn't hear it, but you hear my coughs. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> All right, well, good job. You beat Tim... Four to three. Fair and square. Yep. Fair and square. No shenanigans. Nope. You have to get me next time, Tim, because this time it's all uh, looking like Johnny's winning. That's what's happened. But that yeah. was our review of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Obviously, we think that you should give it a shot. Maybe try it. If you already have a Switch online, it's there. Uh, give it a shot. You may just enjoy it like we did. And check up. Uh... Why don't you review us uh, on uh, Apple Podcast or wherever you listen? Well, don't to Don't review us off of this episode because we know it wasn't. Yeah, good. it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure we got another one or two star review without text because our rating went down a little bit. Oh, uh, probably because we mentioned more Ninja Turtles. Probably. So, yeah. all the true listeners of Retro Bliss, uh, do something about that, please. <clears throat> we have no shame. Yeah, we do not. We do not. If you don't, if you don't like us, then just shut up. <laughs> speaking of no shame uh we're behind on our patreon but check us out on patreon for as little as a dollar re- we're about to go record that now we're going to yep. tell you what <laughs> what else would you want two fat guys talking about our five favorite french fries go <laughs> that's one thing yep. we're an expert in it's french fries yeah so, we're going to rank right. our top five french fries at only a dollar you get access to all our top five list if you do a little more you also get other bonus episodes so, yeah, top five French fries. I think we're going to do top five sodas soon. We did top five fast food burgers last time. There's yeah. a theme here. <laughs> it's summer, man. Yeah. We gotta get, this is how we get our summer bodies ready. <laughs> this is how I bust out of my underwear. Yeah. yeah. But thanks for listening. We appreciate all of you. Uh, until next time, uh, feel free to bust out of your underwear. <laughs> <laughs>